Hello everybody, this is Jive Your Entropy, and I am back with my new and improved podcast. Um, I've been gone for a little while, just kind of focusing on other things, and I'll tell you guys what I've been up to. And I've decided that what I'm going to be doing moving forward is I'll continue to have my podcast on Anchor and Stitcher um, and the few other platforms that you may be listening on, but I'm also going to upload it to YouTube. So some people who follow me have noticed that most of my YouTube videos have vanished. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't happy with them and I decided to go in a different direction. And I think what I'm going to do is focus on a writing podcast. So that is what we're going to be doing here. Um, I'm going to try and stick to the same format for every episode because I tend to like to listen to things and watch things that have a similar format, kind of where you know basically what to expect. So we'll start every show. I'll tell you what I've been up to, what's going on. And then I'm going to jump right into answering some questions about writing. I hope eventually I'll have some listener submitted questions. Uh, you can submit those to me anywhere. Basically, I'm on Wattpad. Today, I just finally caved and made a Facebook page. Jive Your Entropy Author is a page on Facebook now. So you can submit questions to me there. Uh, anywhere, really. So uh, Facebook, Wattpad. I'll probably get back on Twitter again eventually. I really don't like Twitter, but you know. Anyhow, we'll do, you know, 15 minutes of that answering questions about writing. And then I'm going to do five minutes about uh, what I'm reading, whether that is a traditionally published book or a Wattpad book or an indie author. I will be digging into some of that. So let me tell you guys what I've been up to um, since I have been here doing podcasts. Like everybody else, I'm in quarantine. So like the basic bitch that I am, I've been baking a lot of bread. I've been watching a lot of YouTube drama. I'm really getting into that Susie Lou drama that's happening right now. And a little bit into the Alinity drama. I just, I love YouTube drama. Um, I have been, I started a Goodreads page for combustion and I am running a giveaway right now. So if you want a free signed copy of combustion and also a piece of merchandise from my Etsy store, Goodreads wouldn't let me list the merchandise, but I'm the one who sends the books out, so it'll be in there. <laughs> so a free signed copy of Combustion, a piece of merchandise. I do have new merchandise too. I hired a really, really talented designer who came up with this really cool, uh, he worked in all the motifs from Combustion. So centipedes and smoke and skulls. It just looks really neat. I put that on some journals and a wall canvas. I use Printify so I can put designs on basically anything. Um, anyhow, so there'll be a surprise piece of merchandise, there'll be the signed copy of the book. Just go to Goodreads, go under giveaways and look for combustion, or you can just go to my Wattpad page, Jive Your Entropy, J-Y-V-U-R, Entropy, as in the steady progression to chaos and disorder that all living things must eventually succumb to, Entropy, E-N-T-R, O-P-Y. You'll find all the information at my Goodreads giveaway there. Um, let's see, what else have I been doing? Fighting with Lulu. Oh my goodness. So I had my books self-published through Lulu, everything but the ebook version, and they 
overhauled their whole site and like everything is ruined now. Everything's ruined and it's so annoying. The hardcover of my book was somehow turned into a paperback. So now like an idiot, I have a $35 paperback listed. My actual paperback that I finally had exactly right, all the formatting issues were so annoying and I had to hire a bunch of people to help me out with the formatting of the, you know, making the PDF for the inside, uh, making the the cover right because I event I originally just had an Amazon cover. I decided not to go with Amazon to go with Lulu, and then I had to have the thing reformatted. Anyway, it took me so long to get it all sorted out, and Lulu has overhauled their site, and my paperback vanished. My hardcover is now a paperback, and it won't let me change it without resubmitting the cover. So I had to hire my graphic designer to reformat it again. I'm really annoyed and I'm thinking of just switching over to Amazon, but also I can't figure out how to delete any of my projects from Lulu and I've sent them three emails and they're not getting back to me. And <sighs> is anyone else having these issues with Lulu right now? I think the answer is yes, because I'm seeing a lot of like, questions and irritated writers on Twitter and in the comment section of the Lulu blog. If you're having these issues too, like please reach out to me. Like I, I need <laughs> I need to vent with you. This is too much. This is way too much. So you know that is the struggles of using Lulu. They're being pretty annoying. Alright, so that's that's what I've been up to, just self-publishing, running a giveaway. Um, I've been blogging a lot to pass the time, doing a lot of reading, that's basically it. So now let's get right into the writing questions. So what I did, since I don't have anybody that asks me for my opinion, because I'm not nearly as big a deal as I like to think I am, I went to reddit r slash writing and I'm picking out a couple of questions that I think are interesting and I'm gonna answer with, you know, my take on it. And then we'll go into the comments and we'll, we'll see if the top voted comments agree with me. The first one I see here was submitted by you slash questionable morals three. And it is can you write a fan fiction about your own story? I started writing fan fiction ages ago, and I love doing it. But recently I started writing my own story. So once it's finished, would I be able to write a fan fiction of it? Or would that be weird? For my fan fiction, I always do reader inserts. Do you think that's something people would be interested in? So first of all, I want to say I have a lot of respect for fan fiction. It gets some flack in the writing community and I think fan fiction's really good. I've never written it myself, but I like to read it every once in a while. Um, when it's quality and written by adults. <laughs> No, just because sometimes it's kind of like too crazy when you stumble across one that's written by a high schooler. But I mean, fan fiction can be really good and it is a really good way for young writers to practice their craft. Me and Emily Hurricane got into this recently. Um, I interviewed her on my blog. So if you want to check that out, she started out as a fan fiction writer and now she's a pretty successful Wattpad author as well as an Amazon erotica writer. So she does pretty well for herself and she started out with fan fiction. So I mean, I, I generally have positive views towards fan fiction, but writing a fan fiction of your own story, I don't think you could call that a fan fiction. I think that would be just a spin-off. That's what I would, it's a spin-off of your original story. 
As for putting in a reader insert, so that's kind of when a fan fiction is written more in second person, more instead of it being I, first person, or he, she, they, third person. It, second person is you. So you walk down the hall, you see CL and Sebastian, you mutter and run away. Like, it's all you, you know? So... I even with that very fan fictiony format, I don't think that would be fan fiction. I think that would be a very interesting spin-off book written like as a choose your own adventure kind of thing if they're going to have like different op you know, if they're going to do it in that way, choose different options. But if they're just going to write it in second person, then it's just a spin-off story in second person. I have read a few books in second person. I don't care for it myself. So is that something people would be interested in? I think there's an audience for anything and it's an ambitious project. Me personally, I would not be interested in it and I don't see it having wide appeal. That's my take on it. I don't see that having wide appeal. Let's click on this and see what other people thought. Top voted comment. <laughs> Pretty sure that would just be a spin-off story or an alternate universe or whatever. And that's by Red-7134. Let's see what the other comments say. Unless, of course, your name is J.K. Rowling and the fanfic starts with, Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness. <laughs> to mention Raven Way, then that is a fanfic. <laughs> Blame the meta said that. That's, um, that. So that's a reference to probably the most infamous fanfiction of all time, My Immortal. If you've not read My Immortal, I actually don't suggest reading it, just reading it. I think you should go to um, Caleb. Oh, he used to go by The Insane Reader. Just Google Caleb The Insane Reader or search Caleb The Insane Reader on, um, on YouTube or Caleb My Immortal. His video on My Immortal is hilarious. That kid is so funny. But anyway, yeah, it's a reference to My Immortal, a really infamous, really bad Harry Potter fan fiction that's so bad people really can't tell if it's satire or not and there's just kind of been like this whole saga surrounding it where somebody tried to claim that they wrote it but then it was disproven and nobody really knows who the original author is there's like all this mythos surrounding my immortal anyway all right let's go on to a different question staying motivated this was submitted by user Deyeller Ninja. Ninja? I think that's supposed to be like ninja, but it ends in U-R. All right, staying motivated. For the past couple of weeks, I have been trying to write the first chapter of my story, but whenever I try to, I end up just stopping immediately. Sometimes, are, sometimes the reasons are I get really frustrated or it's too noisy. But I really believe the main problem is staying motivated to write. I need to solve this problem, but I need advice on how to do so. So I'm asking, how can I stay motivated or at least get motivated to write? Here's my answer because I struggled with that for a long time too. I think all beginning authors struggle with that. Here it is. You have to do it anyway. That's the only way to do it. You have to sit down and write whether you want to or not. That's just all there is to it every single day. Um, I recently started putting together my own novel writing course on YouTube. So I have one course that's all about like getting in the right mindset or one section. And then I'm about to post section two, 
which is all about creating a schedule and like tips for sticking to it. So that'll get more into what I'm about to say here. But yeah, that's really it. You just have to sit down and do it anyway. I One way that mo- that motivated me was to like try and scare the crap out of myself. Like I had to tell myself, you are going to die without ever having written any books because you're so lazy and so unmotivated and you suck and you're nothing and nobody. And that sounds so mean, but like that's what motivates me is I have to tell myself that like I am being a garbage human and that I'm just trying to, you know, I'm pretending I love writing because I want to be this like artsy, interesting person, but I have no right to call myself a writer if I don't sit down and write. And that was kind of the mindset I had to get into. And it took a little bit of work, but I did get in the habit of writing every single day. And that's what I do now. I write every single day and I look forward to it. Another thing that helped me was that I did write professionally. So I did write for a living. Um, And when I first started writing, I didn't. I was like, when I first started working on combustion, I was still in college. So I had to write papers and stuff, but I wasn't really on like tight writing deadlines. So if you can start uh, blogging for someone else, uh, ghostwriting is what I did. Um, If you can, when you have people like breathing down your neck for deadlines, that's when you're going to really learn how to say, okay, I'm writing now. I'm sitting down and I'm writing. It doesn't matter that I don't feel like it. I have to do it. When you wait until you feel motivated or inspired, you're just, you're never going to have anything. Writing is work like anything else. It's like if you want to lose weight, you got to run every day or exercise every day. You want your skin to get better. You got to get in the routine of like cleaning and moisturizing and toning your face every day. But for some reason with creative endeavors, we don't look at it as this like actual goal we're trying to get to. If you want to write a novel, then you need to write something between 60 and 80,000 words. Anything smaller than that is more like a novella. And to write 60 or 80,000 words, it sounds like a lot, but if you write just 4,000 words a week, you're going to get there in maybe four or five months. Then you have to go back and revise it. And revisions for me take forever because I'm never happy with it once it's done. It's it's never done in my head. I always have to like go back and change things. And I always feel like, no, it can be better. This is not as good as it could be. So revisions, I cannot talk to anybody about. I literally revise for years and years and years, even though I can knock out the first draft of a book in three months, it will take me three years minimum to get it to where I want to be. But you got to sit down and write every single day. And I recommend having different projects you're working on. Also, you really got to fall in love with your characters. And write what you want to write. Like, I've written some weird freaking books. So, of Time Storms and Tourniquets, that's the book I enjoyed writing more than any other book. I loved writing it. It was the best writing experience I ever had in my life. I would come home, like, looking forward to sitting down and writing. I couldn't wait to see how the story manifested itself. That's a weird book. Like, the whole reason for me writing it was to try and draw this uh, correlation between mainstream romance and the Columbine community on Tumblr. I wanted to be like, you know, they're they're really deviant, but they're just loving bad broken boys like they've been taught by the romance genre. And I set it in this like time travel world that has like this medieval backdrop. It's weird, but that's what I wanted to write. So I think you another way to stay motivated is stop thinking about what other people are gonna like. Just write what you want to write. Have multiple projects, and you gotta sit down and do it every single day. Every single day. 
I don't think you had to sit down and write a thousand words every single day, but you always got to sit down for at least 30 minutes, at least in the beginning. You can get looser with it as you move on in your writing career and as you learn more about yourself. And then, you know, sometimes it's just too noisy is another thing this person says. I work really well with noise, so I will write with, like, the TV on in the background, which I'm sure people think is absolute trash, but that, it doesn't bother me. It's complete silence that bothers me. But if noise bothers you, then you just gotta go someplace quiet. Like, I recommend going to the library. I love going to the library to write. It's just such a nice setting. Like, how do you walk into the library with their, their nice commercial carpeting and big windows and surrounded by books and everybody's so quiet. I don't know. I just, when you get to the library, you like have to write. If you can walk to the library, make a day out of it. Walk down to the library, sit down for a couple hours, then go grab lunch, then go back and like, I don't know, just come up with a routine that you like, but you got to write every day and just like, screw it if you don't feel motivated. You got to do it anyway. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Let's see what other people said. All right, the top voted comment is by The Skellington Queen. Noise problems? Get some noise canceling headphones. Frustration or procrastination? Probably a sign of fear of writing or not having belief confidence that you can write well. Those feelings are something you'll have to examine, which means examine, and pick apart to get to the true source of why you're feeling that way. Also, you don't necessarily have to start with the first chapter per se. Books are read in order, but they don't have to be written that way. Try writing one of your candy bar scenes first to see if that helps you get over the lull. A lot of good advice here. I, I usually prefer to write my books in order, but when I first started writing, I would write, you know, whatever scene I felt like writing at that moment, and then I would go back and kind of stitch them together with those, like, more kind of boring settings, you know, pulling th putting things together scenes. But I would write the exciting scenes, like, whenever I felt like it. That's good advice for a newbie. I, I think she's right that like that procrastination is a sign of fear, probably. I think that uh, one thing that is good for newbie writers to just accept is, and I'm sorry to say this, I'm so sorry to say this, it's the truth though, I wish I had accepted it. Your first book's going to be awful. It's gonna be awful. But then you go back and revise it and rewrite it. My first draft of Combustion was total trash, but... I revised it and rewrote it and spent years on it, and now it's got almost 70,000 reads on Wattpad. 300 people just entered my Goodreads giveaway. People kind of know me for combustion. It's been featured on Wattpad. So my book was just as trash after the first draft as any other first-time novelist. But you can go back and you fix it. you got to really kind of swallow that pill, though. It's, good. it's not going to be good. You're worried your book's not going to be good? It, it isn't, but you'll, you'll get it there. You'll get it there. Let's see what other people said. Okay, so there's one down here by Mighty B-Tog. Think we all have this problem from time to time. For me personally, it's based in fear. Can't fail if you don't try, right? Not saying that's the case with you, but sometimes our minds welcome distractions to prevent us from doing the hard work. Some suggestions. Meditate, learn mindfulness. Remind yourself why you want to write. Noise-canceling headphones. Write in 15 to 30 minute sprints. Sitting down to write a novel is daunting, but 15 minutes of work isn't so bad, and there are a lot of good apps for this. Set a daily word quota and keep a journal of your progress. Best of luck. I think that those are all 
things that might work for somebody. Um, I definitely didn't do all of them. Like I said, I need noise. Right in 15 to 30 minute sprints. I would always freak myself out with those sprints. Like it doesn't work for me, but it might work for somebody else. One thing that I did a lot was I journaled my progress. Um, I had my little journal I would bring with me to work. This was back when I worked at Home Depot. And on my lunch break, I would write out, you know, what I'm trying to do right now with the book, what I just wrote, what I need to write next, what I think I might need to fix, and my word count. And I would, you know, say, okay, I'm this close to being done with the first draft. So I, I like that idea to journal. It's something that I did. All in all, a lot of good advice here. Oh, excuse me. All in all, a lot of good advice here on r slash writing advice. And I would definitely recommend checking that subreddit out if you're a newbie writer, even somebody who's written a few books. It's a fun writing community. All right, now that we have covered that, we're gonna jump into what I've been reading. Right now I'm on the second Wheel of Time book. Wheel of Time is a epic fantasy series. It's 14 books long. It is over 4 million words. It is a real undertaking. That's kind of why I wanted to undertake it. I really enjoyed the first Eye of the World book, and now I'm on the second book, The Great Hunt. And if you need a entry point into adult fantasy, I actually really recommend this because Eye of the World uses so many familiar tropes and the characters are so easy to love. I, I just think that it's impossible not to get sucked into Wheel of Time. That being said, not everybody feels that way. Some people feel like there's way too much detail. The books are too long. I like it. It's, it's a little bit of work at some points. The book does slog here and there, but overall I really love the characters, so it's fun. On Wattpad, I am currently reading The Bystander Effect by Sam Schill. Uh, the Bystander Effect is a story of some kids who live stream a manslaughter, and it's really like reading like a bad B movie in a good way, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I, I recommend it. It's, it's fun. There are a lot of plot holes that get kind of frustrating, but that's why I say it's like reading a B movie. These kids live stream a murder, and then they don't get caught somehow, even though they live streamed it. And then the police don't show up to question anybody until the girl's body is found, but she's been missing for months. And I'm just like, wouldn't they have come to question people about a missing teenager, like with or without a body? But the reason I say it's still worth reading is it just, it just has that, I can't even like put it into words. It just has that like total like bad B-movie feel. So many horror tropes that are so fun. It, it's like a, it really is enjoyable. So The Bystander Effect by, by Sam Schill. I am putting my stamp of approval on it. Even though the plot holes are frustrating, I actually think the plot holes being frustrating might add to like the feeling of like reading a B-movie. And then the other work that I am reading right now is a medieval manuscript that, um, so I'm taking a course in medieval literature right now. And my professor actually tried to steer me away from this book. It's called La Morte d'Arthur. 
And it is a translation. It was translated in the 1400s by a knight called Sir Thomas Mallory. But it's medieval manuscripts from the 1200s. So he translated them from French to early modern English. And my professor was telling me it's, it was translated like way too late in the medieval era to even count as medieval. It's really more Renaissance because there was already like gunpowder when they, when it was translated. So there, there's just way too much of like a modern feel on it. And then also it's just kind of poorly written and chaotic. It's just like lists of events, but I don't know. I am obsessed with the medieval era. So anything that was written during that time, I want to read. I've also read a bunch of Marie de France's stuff in the past week. I read uh, L'Anval and The Lay of the Nightingale. Yeah, medieval works are kind of where it's at. What have you been reading this quarantine? Hit me up on Wattpad and let me know or comment below if you're listening to this on YouTube. What are you reading? What are you baking? I baked some zucchini blueberry bread. Yeah. Let me hear from you. What are you up to? And don't forget to enter my Goodreads giveaway if you want a free signed copy of Combustion. That's it for now, guys. Bye!